Hello, and welcome to the Sci4 Security Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 4th of January 2020. In InfoSec news this week, details and discussion have continued to emerge over the SolarWinds breach, which came to light during the closing days of 2020. The Cyber Unified Coordination Group, or UCG, have stated that a Russian-backed advanced and persistent threat group is likely behind the SolarWinds hack long suspected but not yet given any concrete attribution. The UCG was established by the National Security Council, or NSC, after the SolarWind supply chain attack to help the intelligence agencies better coordinate the US government's response efforts surrounding this ongoing espionage campaign. Part of their initial statement reads, An advanced persistent threat actor, likely Russian in origin, is responsible for most or all of the recently discovered ongoing cyber compromises of both government and non-governmental networks. At this time, we believe this was and continues to be an intelligence-gathering effort. We are taking all necessary steps to understand the full scope of this campaign and respond accordingly. The UCG also added in the joint statement issued by the FBI, CISA, ODNI and the NSA that only 10 US government agencies were targeted by additional hacking activity after the initial breach, and that they believe that of the approximately 18,000 affected public and private sector customers of SolarWinds Orion, a much smaller number have been compromised by follow-up activity on their systems. They have so far identified fewer than 10 US government agencies which fall into that category and are working to identify and notify non-government entities who may also have been impacted, although the list appears to be extremely small. The threat actor coordinating this operation has been tracked by FireEye as UNC2452, by some vendors as Dark Halaby, and is suspected, according to unconfirmed media reports, to be APT29. Russia has so far denied all links with the SolarWinds hackers, issuing the, quite frankly, ridiculous statement that it does not conduct offensive operations in the cyber domain. The UCG reiterates that this is a serious compromise which will require a sustained and dedicated effort to remediate. The compromise of several US federal networks was first acknowledged officially in a joint statement released by the FBI, DHS CISA and the ODNI on December 17th with CISA also issuing an emergency directive after the suspected Russian state-sponsored hackers breached SolarWinds, asking several federal civilian agencies to disconnect or power down any affected SolarWinds products to block future attacks. As more information comes to light, it does appear that this attack was almost entirely focused on this primary list of United States agencies, including the US Treasury, US Department of State, US NITA, US NIH, DHS CISA, the Department of Energy, the National Nuclear Security Administration, and the US Department of Homeland Security. Though some private entities, most notably Microsoft, have confirmed that they were also breached and affected by post-compromise activity. According to a report published by the Microsoft 365 Defender team, they believe the goal of the threat actors behind the SolarWind supply chain attack was to move to the victim's cloud infrastructure once infecting their network with the Sunburst or Solarigate backdoor. With this initial widespread foothold, the attackers could then pick and choose specific organisations which they want to continue operating within, while others remain an option at any point as long as the backdoor is installed and undetected, according to the statement issued by Microsoft. Based on our investigations, the next stages of the attack involve on-premises activity with the goal of off-premises access to cloud resources. Once the backdoor has been deployed, 
Threat actors would then use it to steal credentials, escalate privileges, and make lateral movement within the target network to gain the ability to create valid SAML tokens. Experts reported that attackers created valid SAML tokens by stealing the SAML signing certificate or by adding or modifying existing Federation trust. The attackers then created SAML tokens to access cloud resources and exfiltrate emails and sensitive data. This was a particularly advanced and stealthy campaign with the ability to blend in, allowing attackers to stay under the radar for long periods of time before detection. Recently, both the United States CISA and cybersecurity firm CrowdStrike have released free detection tools to audit Azure and Microsoft 365 environments specifically. Not to be outdone by the recent SolarWinds news, the device manufacturer Zixel has released a patch to address a critical vulnerability in its firmware concerning a hard-coded, undocumented, secret account that which could be abused by a wide plethora of attackers to log in with administrative privileges and compromise its networking devices. This vulnerability, tracked as CVE 2020-29583 with a CVSS score of 7.8, affects version 4.6 present in a wide range of Zixel devices, including Unified Security Gateways, USG Flex, ATP, and VPN firewall products. A security researcher reported this vulnerability to Zixel at the end of November, following which the company released a firmware patch on December 18th. According to the advisory published by Zixel, the undocumented account, ZYFWP, comes with an unchangeable password that is not only stored in plain text, but could also be used by a malicious third party to log into the SSH server or web interface with admin privileges. Zixel have claimed that the hard-coded credentials were put in place to deliver automatic firmware updates to connected access points via FTP. The initial write-up notes that around 10% of the devices in the Netherlands run the affected firmware version, and that the flaw's relative ease of exploitation makes it a critical vulnerability. As the plaintext hard-coded account has admin privileges, this is a serious vulnerability, with an attacker able to completely compromise the confidentiality, integrity and availability of the device. Someone could, for example, change firewall settings to allow or block certain traffic, they could also intercept traffic or create VPN accounts to gain access to the network behind the device. Combined with a recent vulnerability like Zero Logon, this could be devastating to small and medium businesses. The Taiwanese company is expected to address the issue in its access point controllers with version 6.1 patch which is set to be released in April 2021. And they have stated that it is highly recommended that users install the necessary firmware update to mitigate the risk associated with this vulnerability as soon as possible. Thank you very much for listening to the Cypher Threat Intelligence Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you have any questions about anything discussed here, and thank you very much for listening.